you know, even white. Oh, nice. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that, you know, would probably get removed. <laughs> That's awesome sound effects. Um, <laughs> Hello, friends, fellow Pivians. Thank you for joining us on our inaugural episode of Pivx Pods, a new Pivx podcast series where we hope to inform, educate, and hopefully entertain you. My Discord handle is Palm Tree, and joining me today is Jeffrey and Rue Barbarian. How's it going, guys? Hey, hey, hey guys. Doing well. All good. We're using our Discord names because that's the easiest way to reach us. Jeffrey, you do a lot for the Pivx project. Tell us what you do for Pivx, a little bit about you. Oh, uh, well, hey guys. So yeah, Jeffrey, as Palm just introduced yourselves to me. So basically, I've been in Pivx since 2017. I've had quite a few roles within the community, but most of all, I'm running the Pivx Press, where I do some videos, if you guys have already seen me. And on top of that, I run the system administrations for all Pivx servers, and then I'm also the support lead. And yeah, um, I was based in South Africa, but now I'm living in Indonesia. Yeah, that's that's pretty much a quick summary. <laughs> How about you, Rube Barbarian? Yeah. So anyway, first first off, thanks, guys. This is going to be great hanging out with you guys from all corners of the world. So I was introduced to crypto back in 2016, kind of Dash first, but then obviously Pivx, and was asked to name and rebrand or name and brand Pivx. Well, what was Darknet into Pivx in twenty late twenty sixteen, and we launched twenty seventeen. So I've been with Pivx for three plus years, like Jeffrey. And uh, main roles um, initially was kind of everything marketing and creative, so design and websites, and we initiated a lot of the marketing channels that we have now like Pivx Press and Did You Knows and so it's been a it's been a wild ride but uh still here and loving it. All right. And for me, I'm a, a longtime crypto fan. The replacement of fiat money was always the joy that led the desire. I started with Bitcoin probably in the days when it was about a hundred bucks. I heard about it before then, but I only got into it when it was around a hundred bucks. And uh, it was great. It was a, a really fun ride. Uh, it, even then it was still kind of difficult. And then it just didn't work really well. It wasn't money anymore in my eyes. It wasn't easy to use. It wasn't cheap. And then there was a quick migration to Dash, which was probably the best at the time. But as time went on, it really didn't seem like it was the people's money. It, it, it mm. felt broken. It felt centralized. You know, all the mining power is just done by a few corporations. And that's where Pivx came into place. Yeah. It was something that I could still be part of and I could still stake, I, even though I don't have a master node or have the ability to do that, at least I can still be part of it and f have that feeling that the early days of Bitcoin gave. So that's pretty much where I, how I came into all of that. I've never met either of you. Have you guys met each other? <laughs> no, this is this is. So we've never met each other. Uh, to make things more interesting, we're also all in different countries and different time mm -hmm. zones. I'm not even sure how this started, but this idea for this podcast was only what about three weeks ago? Literally, <laughs> it's kind of been on the on the back burner for for actually a few years. But you you brought it to life. Yeah, it's something right, we've so always yeah. aimed for within the community. You know, we always tell people within the community, you know, rise up, take the reins, and create something. So that's pretty much what you've done now, and I'm sure all the listeners can enjoy this. And, and I like stirring the pot, so that's that's good. The main topic today is following Pivx wallets, the road to privacy. We'll learn about nice. Pivx wallets, past, present, future. 
But before that, we're going to share some of our thoughts. So Jeffrey, you're on first. What do you, what do you got for us today? Yeah, well, one topic I actually wanted to bring up, and uh, it's kind of involved within the Pivx community. It's something I think can be open for discussion between all of us and mostly to our viewers, people who have already been involved within Pivx. It's a governance system that we have created. And I'm not sure if you know, many of you know how it works. I'm not going to dive into it too deep. But basically, as a treasury, people can submit proposals and request funding, work they're going to do towards Pivx or maybe something else. Um, so the current way that it works is you have to run a masternode to be able to vote. So basically, for every 10,000 PIV equals one masternode, which equals one vote. Now, something that's been in discussion for some time is actually shifting the power more to stakers. So that people who, you know, with any amount of PIVX, as long as it's um, bigger than, you know, zero, and they're staking, they're running their wallets on the network, be it cold staking or standard, you know, hot wallet staking, and give them the power to vote. You know, obviously, that'll make it, there'll be much more votes because people, even with one PIV, will be able to have a say. But I don't know, what, like, what, the main topic why I brought that up is, like, what do you guys feel? Do you think that's more beneficial to allow the whole pot in to vote? Or do you think maybe it's still better where we have, you know, people who can run the full network on a masternode and be able to buy, you know, 10,000 PIVX to keep having the say? I think both. I mean, there's power in the masternode system and, and, and the whole philosophy around it. But right from the, right from the beginning, even the, the larger whales, as we call them, um, <laughs> Initially, we're the ones that, that said, hey, we should, we should get everyone involved in voting. So yeah. I think, it's, I think the, the journey that we've been on, and it's a massive undertaking. I mean, I remember in the early days when it was brought up, there was four or five different philosophies, and they, they were getting into the mathematics of it, and it was like crazy. <laughs> but the goal was, yeah, every, everyone who owns PIV, if you own one PIV, you should have some representation some way yeah. to vote and it probably you know le lesser um you know votes or you know per what you hold and so that's kind of always been you know the the, the rich get to vote but if everyone can vote the the power of the mass can outweigh even maybe a single or a couple a couple whales right so i think the that journey is gonna come to fruition once we get things going back with privacy, but I feel like the governance model is going to be something that's going to see some major attention in, uh, in 2021. I agree with all that. That was, you know, where it introduces more community involvement or more community having that the feeling of being part of something, I think definitely doesn't hurt the project at all. Yeah. I think the masters can agree. I think if you I think it was back two years ago, a year ago, when mm -hmm. actually it was voted unanimously that the whole, you know, all master owners as a whole voted in support of stakers being able to have voting power. But that, that was in the okay. first, that was in 2017, Jeffrey. Yeah. That was like almost year one. All right. So, uh, Ru Barbarian, uh, mm -hmm. do you have anything for us? Yeah. So I'm, I'm fairly new to crypto in general, so I, but it's always been a learning curve and ramping up and I still have lots to learn. But I'm most excited about the revolution of our financial system. So the economy and how things are run, very centralized, lots of control. So big banks, big corp, big gov. I love how that cryptocurrency, and obviously I'm, I'm a Pivian, so I, f I favor Pivics and, and all it can do, but in crypto in general, um, can lay a foundation of a new financial economy and that idea of financial freedom, freedom to choose, freedom of privacy, you know, freedom of private transaction. That's, that's what I was kind of getting excited about. And, you know, the whole 
you know, be your own bank. So if you compare uh, what we can do with crypto at the base level, how we can, you know, crazy low fees, always open, no limits, no delays, no politics. Um, being your own bank is possible with crypto. It's fast. It's in, you know, it's instant and peer to peer, and we can knock out the middleman. So that's I'm excited about getting rid of the middleman as it relates to our financial freedom. Yeah. All right. And for, for me, I've got a few mostly community related things. A uh, quick shout out to Ambassador and Vampiron. They wrote mm. easy to follow guides to self compile the testnet wallets from source code, something mm. generally most people don't do. And now more people than ever are helping with the beta testing of the new wallet. So that's good to see that regular, you know, regular Joe's are jumping into uh, helping with that. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, rewards.pivx.org. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I see lots of people always looking for a way to find what their staking rewards might be. JS and, Kitty, yeah. shout out. And the uh, results you get from most of those online staking calculators are way off. So if you guys are interested, check out uh, rewards.pivx.org. I'll leave the link in the show notes. I've also got, uh, also not really visible to most people, is that there's been an increase in uh, community involvement. Mm -hmm. And in the past, most of those efforts were, you know, very fragmented. Now, slowly, probably because of the help of Jeffrey here as well, is uh, the systems and processes are being put into place to help organize people with similar talents, try to group them together and have some better uh, effectiveness. Mm -hmm. And finally, some of you out there are probably wondering, but this is this podcast is not part of or paid for by the Pivx Treasury, and your donations would be greatly appreciated. We're just three average guys doing a podcast. <laughs> All right. Anyone have anything to say before we jump into wallets? I was going to actually speak on Rube Barbarian's point, where I think you know where he's saying like the takeover of you know traditional finance falling, succumbing to the new digital finance be based on blockchain, such as Pivx. Well, like, yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed, but since the pandemic, people are actually scared to use cash. Even in China, they're disinfecting it and all that. And it just shows how rudimentary that system is of carrying physical cash. And I'm sure most of you guys can agree that if you could, you prefer to pay digitally rather than get cash. I mean, even when I go to the supermarket and I get change, I'll put it inside of a piece of plastic, like a plastic bag, whatever, and I'll leave it in the cupboard for three or four days and never spray a bit of alcohol. That's so tedious. And I think it's showing us that we need to get a system that is completely digital and, you know, no longer, you know, physical, traditional cash. And I think that crypto as a whole, even pivot, is a huge benefit and something that people should be looking into in this day and age. You know, for anyone that's never done a cryptocurrency transaction, I think they just are totally missing. On, it is almost a... a a joy. It's so, mm -hmm. it's so efficient. It's so smart. It's, it's so easy. There's no change involved. You don't have to carry anything. You can pay large sums, small sums. You could send uh, across nations. You could, mm -hmm. uh, the, just the, the, the power that it gives you even on just your telephone. Yeah. It's amazing feeling that freedom that you get from mm -hmm. just being able to open up your phone, send however much you want, wherever you want to wh whomever you want. It's just an incredible feeling the first time that you do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely is. All right. So, uh, Jeffrey, do you want to start with the, uh, or actually, Rue Barbarian, you're going <clears> to <throat> maybe say what, where, where wallets came from, where we come from, right? <laughs> where do we come from? <laughs> well, way back when. Yeah, we've been, we've been on a journey. Um, 
you know, there's been a number of different wallets that have been launched. Um, each of them have their own awesomeness to them. Um, we've been through some ups and downs with some issues, but overall, some great launches. But if you think back to, say, 3.1, you know, and I'm looking at some of the pull requests and issues that were closed in GitHub and, um, you know, we could talk about what GitHub is later, but basically where all the, the code and, and interactivity collaboration happens with the development. But the, the difference between the wallets of the past and the most recent wallets is just astounding. The amount of pull requests and issues closed compared from 3.1 to now 4.1, um, estimated about 224 pull requests, issues closed. Looked at overall commits over the past <clears throat> year. I mean, with the privacy coins, PIVX is like rocks where we're almost two times the the next level coin so so amazing stuff happening on the amount of activity but it's not just a bunch of people copy pasting code this is innovation this is unique commits this is stuff that our team you know shout out to to furzy and fuzzballs and random zebra and others that are on the team amazing you know, work and I'd have no idea half what they do mostly, but I know the outcomes eventually trickle down to making the experience, um, the network strong and all that's happening. And so if you look back, even though people go, oh, wow, look, at we've lost our value and whatnot. Everyone has, by the way, um, we're still on track. But when you compare the amount of innovation and the ongoing energy put into this project compared to other projects there's still some amazing projects out there but pivx stands out it's it's amazing so 4.1 that's coming uh we thought 4.0 is huge and it was amazing you know things happening with the interface and and the the gui and the you know ui ux and everything was just amazing and some of the new but but 4.0 was pretty much a um yeah. That, that's that was a really big task that's yeah. almost a full rewrite of like yeah. the original uh bitcoin wallet prior yeah. to that just like almost every other coin they're just uh copy pasting the original bitcoin wallet making it pretty yeah. making it uh you know they might add a few of their own <laughs> custom did. features yeah we made it pretty there, there was not many pretty qt wallets out there even ours like originally when i first was introduced to the wallet i was like wow this is like office 97 like what is what's going on um and so 4.0 came out and it was it basically just l jumped you know leapfrogged into the modern era of design and it's just the beginning um some of the features that were added visually and how you interact all that's awesome but i know uh, 4.1 has again some new ui ux improvements and and so just overall i know i'm, I'm just rambling here i'm really excited about the dev, dev team they've just done an amazing job and they stand out amongst the crowd so that brings us to you know 4.0 series where we're in right now and upcoming very soon 4.1 we got 4.1 and a lot a lot of um like really advanced features i'll, I'll call it mm -hmm. have been implemented thought they would have had some of those sorted out by 4.0 if that wasn't big enough but that was not a long time ago. When did 4.0 come out? That's not terribly long ago. The jump between then to now and then having this significant amount of improvements is really, really impressive. 
Jeffrey, uh, do you want to go over some yeah, of those? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, well, like Prubhav, uh, he introduced 4.0, and, you know, with a lot of innovation and all these crazy new things that have come to the wallet, unfortunately, it leads to a lot of bloat. And the wallet, you know, obviously, it's become to a point where most people have realized with all these great new things that the wallet has actually become a bit slow, in a sense, because it can no longer support, you know, low-spec machines. So what the developers have done now is in 4.1, they're actually going to be introducing a lot of improvements into the code. They're going to be removing a lot of deprecated source code. So basically that the older machines with lower specs can use it. And what's great actually is a new Raspberry Pi friendly wallet's going to come as well. So your Raspberry Pi can now run the Pivx wallet more efficiently, allowing people to use it as a, you know, a cold staking node or as a master node. Um, actually, there's some re- uh, specs out now in some inside testing that the memory usage has been reduced by up to 64%. I mean, that's absolutely massive when it comes wow. to seeing that our previous wallet was using, well, current wallet actually, was using about 2 gigs of RAM, 1.6 gigabytes of RAM. So, I mean, that's that's great. I mean, it's going to open up Pivx to a lot more people who don't have these high-spec machines or to those that even prefer the Raspberry machines. Right. And and, and six, that's, that's a pretty significant percentage. Imagine if your vehicle got that same improvement in gas mileage. <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that really sums up how big it is. But not only that, even another big percentage mm, I mean, would so. be the uh, network sync time. It's also roughly around the same, 60% mm. faster. Um, these developers have been working like mm. crazy. It's just, if you know, if you've tried to sync from fresh and you haven't tried the snapshot, I'm sure you'll know when I say it's quite tedious. It does take time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, do you know by chance what the like? How, how do they get that to be faster? Because that's just data that comes from the internet. Yeah. Correct? So basically, well, I'm not a developer, but the mostly what I've been hearing from the devs and all that is just the way that they've configured the sync time and the new time protocols within Crookstake and the new rules when it comes to the blocks. Um, you'd have to hear more about that, you know, once we publish everything on the GitHub. But it's a lot of code changes that's optimized the way Pivx Wallet syncs the blockchain. And um, that, that's pretty much going to be some major improvements on that that will allow it to sync faster. Nice. Well, a lot, there's, yeah. lot, there's a lot going on, I mean, tech-wise, but us three are not code geeks, so we don't want to go too deep, <laughs> so yeah. given the high-level stuff. But I know, I know the devs would love us to talk about the more robust POS, you know, thanks to the new time protocol. So, and, and that's, I guess that's part of some of the, the new percentages being so awesome. But proof of stake is what we're all about. And the changing of that and the getting it ready for what's coming, I think uh, is pretty amazing. And I love the fact that with the less, the memory optimization, how that we are getting to the point where you could run your Pivx wallet, your Pivx node on these lesser spec machines like Raspberry Pis. And it also means, you know, as more technology gets smaller and smaller, uh, we're just ready for, you know, the next wave of, you know, less powered machines being used uh, for everyday yeah. use. Right. And I think that if you put it in, you know, a lesser powered machine, it brings it a little bit closer to someone that normally wouldn't be able to, you know, you want to mine Bitcoin, you need to have, uh, you know, superpower ASIC miner with mm-hmm. 220 volts of, yeah. you know, 50 amps of electricity just for the chance to get something in a year, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's even bigger than that. The efficiency for the proof of stake model with using low power devices and more people, it's to me significantly yeah. more decentralized and a cryptocurrency, that's one of the biggest assets mm-hmm. is that it's decentralized. Uh, having it on small devices, having it uh, low power devices makes it more accessible to mm-hmm. people with you know, lesser ability to have 
uh, you know, cheap electricity or expensive equipment. And even the internet costs for some in different countries is just exorbitant. Like I, we work, I work with what we call Pivx ambassadors all around the world. Jeffrey was one of the originals. Um, but some of them are like, I can't, I have to talk to you on, you know, Telegram or something because if I'm on Discord, my, it eats up my my internet and it costs me so much. And so all this stuff that we're doing in preparation with the with the wallet is just making it way more accessible. Like I know we don't have, you know, tons and tons of use cases. I mean, we do have people using Pivx and buying and selling and trading and it's it's amazing, but people need to realize we're we're preparing Pivx to be an everyday currency. And so the the code that's going in, the network that's being prepared, you know, the the less energy needed, all that is just preparation for like you guys are said it's it's getting cryptocurrency in the hands of everyday people like us all right and then another significant feature is the hd wallet support mm. anyone know what that is i have <laughs> sure, no idea i'll take, I'll take the <laughs> reins from you this side so the the current way to back up your pivx wallet is through you know backing up your wallet.dat which means you rely on this this file as i've been aware in support it seems quite easy for people to not back them up as well as to somehow delete them. I don't know why, but it's quite an issue running. Really? Yeah, they, like they deleted their backups. I'm not sure why. So HD wall support, okay, we're getting a bit technical now, but the word that we use is called BIP44, which basically allows the wallet. So if you're in your wallet, you can generate this the seed. So a seed's like a recovery phrase. And inside this phrase now, if you basically load up a new Pivx wallet and you put your phrase inside there, it will restore every single transaction that's been done on their wallet, including your balance. So now users won't need this wallet.dat file anymore, which means, you know, delete them if you must, but I still suggest you don't. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a fast way to back up the wallet and, you know, it's more superior to keeping a file. So so anything that you have, let's say currently, if you upgrade to the uh, HD uh, wallet support, you'll probably have to get rid of the old yes. wallet and convert everything, transfer everything yes, into the new correct. wallet. If you're going to go the yeah, HD that's route. Right. You have okay. an option. You can keep your old wallet if you prefer that way. But most users, and I do recommend that once the feature is out, you make yourself comfortable with the wallet, create a new one and send your funds over so that you do have the ability to take, you know, make use of this new technology that Pivx is adding in. It's got a lot of benefits security-wise. So this won't automatically happen when we upgrade the hard fork to 4.1? So your wallet will have the ability... However, the existing, if, if you're, let's say if you install on a new machine, so you've never had any Pivx mm -hmm. wallet before, then automatically it will mm -hmm. introduce you to the Pivx, um, you know, you have the GUI open and it'll tell you to create the seed and back it up and all that. Whereas if you have mm -hmm. already an existing one, so if you're updating from 4.0.1 or 2 to 4.1, then it will still keep your standard wallet, which won't support HD. So you'll need to actually remove that wallet right. DAT. That's a bit technical now. We can get into that. Um, you know, when I provide yeah, yeah. the support and whatnot. I'm getting dizzy. I'm getting dizzy. <laughs> we don't want to confuse the visitors. But yeah, to summarize, it's a great feature that allows you to back up with yeah. the word. Really good. Sweet. So do we want to talk about what's coming or what's what's yeah. next there, Pom? Well, so so that's the four point four point one wallet, but the uh, the road, the road's trying to bring us to privacy. Pivx is a privacy coin and the five point wallet, which is the next phase once four point one is released, is going to implement uh, ZK Snark sapling protocol. Nice. I don't know I know roughly what that is. It's um, you know, a different type of protocol used by is it Zcash? Yeah, it. yeah, so they're going to implement that into the Pivx blockchain or into the wallets as well. And that's going to enable privacy 
uh, once again for pivots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what everyone's been waiting for. Um, something else that we forgot to even mention was the cold staking ability in the 4.0 oh, yeah. wallet. So that's going to remain in the 4.1 wallet, but we never even touched on that on the 4.0 wallet is the ability now to cold stake. So you can actually turn your PC, your wallet off and have third party stake it, or you could keep your coins, tokens on a hardware wallet and then use your local wallet in the future, maybe even a Raspberry Pi. Yeah. $35 computer to uh, do the staking for you. So that's a really, really cool feature that was, uh, I think most people didn't, didn't even know it was going to be in that uh, release and it just magically snuck surprise. itself in there. The devs love to surprise us. Awesome stuff. Yeah. And again, another way to help people that maybe can't afford their internet costs and leaving their computers online, you know, all the time. Um, the uh, cold staking just solves that problem. They can just connect to a third-party offline device and bam, you're staking. It, in the future, it would be good if you can do that from a, a lighter wallet. That mm. way, if you are in internet-restricted zone or something, you would be able to still do what it takes to get that initial mm-hmm. delegation going. That would be a, a really cool feature to add. Just yeah. yeah adding that point because right now it requires that you have a you know up-to-date fully functioning yeah full core uh, wallet full core wallet fully synchronized and for some people that might still be the barrier so we've talked about all the wallets and stuff and the the road to privacy let's let's talk about you know some of the stuff that's that's potentially it's still future so our our roadmap that we put out earlier, about 60% of it's going to get delivered with 4.1. So they're going to want to replace some of those items. And I know um, with the ZSnarks sapling article that was put out, there's some pretty amazing stuff that's kind of like in the works or on their on their minds as it relates to privacy and, and anonymity. Um, so some of the things that I was kind of researching around and reading the the press release for the proof of stake Zcash sapling protocol was just some of the amazing stuff that's kind of becoming will be probably the roadmap for you know 2021 22 um anonymous light protocol research is happening so you know again like we were just talking about getting into using more light devices mobiles and desktops anonymous master nodes you know anonymous voting anonymous staking uh anonymous network um which is where the dandelion protocol would come in so pretty uh, robust i mean always roadmaps for pivx are robust but um these aren't on the roadmap what i just mentioned but this is just stuff that as they're thinking about 5.0 coming and afterwards we're not stopping with sapling it's gonna continue on to make pivx uh, truly anonymous all right, so that's good news with all the uh, privacy that's going to be upcoming. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you for joining us today. Remember that links we discussed are in the show notes. We hope to have members from the Pivix community, developers, and even special guests join us on future episodes. We might even have some giveaways. We'll have more options in the future, but for now, if you want to be part of the show, use the Anchor.fm app and you can leave us an audio comment. Great. So we can people can leave us messages and and we can play those on air and, and answer questions. Wow. Uh, yep, absolutely. Sweet. It would be really enjoyable to hear other people's views and comments in their own voice instead of typed in a you comment think note. You, cryptocurrency people are are not opinionated. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> I think we'll have lots yeah, of send us some stuff some stuff. Mm-hmm. 
we'd like you to share this on social media, Facebook, Twitter. That'll help us out a lot. You can reach us all on our Discord. Our handles will be listed in the show notes along with any other important info and links. Just remember, this is not financial advice, but I hope you still found it informative and entertaining. Mm -hmm. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Cool.